1: Let's get started. On this episode of the podcast, I speak with Kyrie Kemp, founder and CTO of Opti, a SaaS platform that gives high school students access to opportunities like internships and volunteering. He got the startup bug early after a brief stint in consulting. He is also a Guinness Book of World Record holder, along with his co-founder, Weston. That world record led to him actually forming Opti. Kyrie and I met through Founders Network, which is a peer mentoring community for startup founders. We talk about the importance of a co-founder that complements you and why it's important to set a daily intention to make things happen. He's also a huge oatmeal guy for surprising reason for someone his age. We talk about how easy it is for him to do the same thing day in and day out and why that's a powerful habit to have most of the time. He tries to do the same thing every day to reduce his cognitive load so he can make important decisions easier. He also uses his daily workouts to do a mental cleanup so that he can reprioritize what he has to do as well as getting bursts of ideas for problems he needs to solve. I had a great time chatting with him, and it was also great to hear what it was like to break a world record. Now, let's get better together. Cool. Well, I'm here with Kyrie Kemp. Right. I got it right. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad with names. That's just me. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. Um, here back at Focus where, you know, I did that other pod interview with Ravi, who's downstairs working. Um, <laughs> wanted to have uh, have you on the pod and talk a little bit about kind of what you're doing. Um, and But first, just sort of your background real quick. Give us an introduction and then, you know, we'll start talking about like what you do. Yeah, well,
2: first and foremost, thanks for having me on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess in terms of my background, uh, the quick thing there is that I grew up in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed there until I was about maybe 18, came out to California. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't want to go off on a tangent too much. get Tangent away, yeah. fine, man. So I, I came here for a, a girl that I was in love with. You know, and and, uh,
1: so many young men have that same story. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the only way to get to California, apparently.
2: (laughs) So, um, but yeah, then from here, I mean, things just changed. Uh, It it was a big time change for me. I started going to college, uh, then just started to feed off of the the energy from uh, other people I surrounded myself with that were ambitious, that were looking to take things to the next level. And I, I had a lot of fun trying to do that myself. So um, had a brief career in consulting after graduation. Um, immediately started giving back to students because I was like, hey, okay, so I've done it or I've been able to do something really well coming from where I grew up. Uh, and then I just wanted to sort of give back to others. So I started a nonprofit uh, company called Building Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, I just just became completely immersed in the lifestyle of helping high school students uh, get ahead. So that led to the development of a software company, uh, and now it led me here talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: where did did we meet again? Uh, Founders Network. Founders Network, right, right. Another Founders Network connection. So I guess it's a pretty good thing to be a part of. They don't even sponsor this yet, (laughs) but (laughs) I am a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. So, so what do you, what do you do like on a daily basis? And part of what we talk about here is like the daily things to be successful and the mindset and the behaviors and the attitudes that we're all trying to kind of work on daily Mm -hmm. in order to survive and thrive. So can you tell me a little bit about what you do on a daily basis?
2: Yeah. So, um, I'd say it is, it is very dynamic. Uh, like my days are never really the same, uh, but, on a daily basis, I may be seeing what's going on with the nonprofit side and managing a team or having a few phone calls there to make sure that we're hitting you know, our milestones for the week. Um, and then on the software side, I mean, uh, I used to be developing it myself, like working on the code. Mm-hmm. But these days, I just work with the team uh, to do that. So it is a lot of management, a lot of coordination mm-hmm. these days. Um, but I'd say the most important thing is like, I assess like my resources like all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a co-founder who actually is the opposite to me in many ways. So I'm able to focus on implementation. I'm able to focus on execution because I like that drive. Yeah, uh, And he's focusing on, you know, ways out, like a year out, two years, five years out. And that's his thing. So that constant conversation back and forth of like, where are we going and what do we need today? Um, that allows me to put it all into perspective to say, okay, what do I need to do for the next week, for the next two weeks? Uh, And I just love to just really grind away and focus on what's in in front of me. Okay. Um, So yeah, I mean, like, even right now, I just got a data set. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just got a data set of of a district that we work with. And they said, here are all our business partners. And I was actually looking forward to just analyzing that, seeing, you know, how many partners they have, how many are active, how many are no longer providing for the students and really seeing what insights I could provide and, you know, make sure that we're working with them to make their business partner pull better.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: I mean, are there like personal habits
1: that you have? I mean, like other than, I mean, I, I get the, you know, okay. Okay every day is a different day, which, which it is. And yeah. it's good that you're flexible. Some people are like, <laughs> no must do, you know, yeah. but are there like a daily personal practice or anything yeah. that's like, you know, there's some of those things.
2: So I, <laughs> so I, uh, so I wake up and I, I stay in bed usually for like maybe 30 minutes. Uh, I wake up around six, and what I'll do is, like, I'll read the news. And uh, here in California, like, the market opens at, like, 630. Mm-hmm. So I'll normally just, like, see what's going on, like, that early activity. Um, and I'm, I'm big on just, like, following stocks, like, right now. So I do that, like, every morning. Hmm. Um, and stocks in itself, I won't go too deep, but, you know, it has those uh, psychological implications of, like, how is everyone responding to this news event or how is everyone seeing, uh, you know, the forward outlook of this company that just emerged or just IPO'd? And so I'm able to tap into some of that. And if, if I am interested, I'll double click into something and say, okay, I wonder what's going on with beyond me today or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, then after that, I, uh, I usually just, oh. Daily. I'm a huge oatmeal guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. Huge oatmeal guy. All right. So, but I mean, just like plain, like steel cut, like just super blend. Um, and that was because a few years ago, like my cholesterol was high and I first started doing it. Your, out of, your cholesterol was high. My cholesterol was high.
1: <laughs> You're like half my age. Because, you know, how could your cholesterol be high? What were you eating that your I, cholesterol is high? I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's hope
2: for me. No, I'm kidding. I don't wish any of that on it.
1: A... They said your cholesterol was high? Really? My cholesterol was high.
2: It Actually, it was like, um, I was like a few numbers into like high territory. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had to, I was like, all right, like, let me just sort of start small, see what I can do like on a daily. And I was like, there's nothing stopping me from eating oatmeal every day. And that was my thing. And a, and a bunch of doctors said like, you know, um, didn't hear so much about Cheerios, <laughs> but I did hear oatmeal and I just went for it. And now it's like. I get a big bag from Costco for like ten bucks, and um, it lasts me like a month. <laughs> you eat every day. You don't know yeah, every day, <laughs> every day. And is your cholesterol better? Yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm actually going in like I think two weeks to go like monitor it to to see where I'm at right now. But I, I have seen reductions. Wow. So so th- so that was sort of a habit that kind of out of
1: necessity would be the yeah. you could you could have picked, could you have picked another thing or
2: there must be a reason why oatmeal. So, so (laughs) I mean, that's like oatmeal every day. Like, Whoa. Well, because personally, like I, I, so I can do the same thing over and over without like tiring. Oh, okay. Which is, which is funny because I know that I said like each day is dynamic and that's interesting. Yeah. But the fact that I can do like the same thing every day and like, I don't mind if it were to be that way is actually kind of odd. Like I can eat, Well, I've been eating a meal (laughs) every day, but but, um, even for dinner, like, um, you know, if it's, like, uh, pasta that I make just because it's, like, low cost. um, I've been known to have PB&J binges where it's just, like, every day just spreading. But um, it just – things like that, at least, that you don't have to think about too much. It's kind of like the Steve Jobs, like, wearing, like, a –
1: Yeah, you wear – yeah, the the not making decisions, the –
2: reducing your cognitive load so you
1: can make decisions on other things. So so do you try to do that every day or do you, is Um, that sort of part of the model or, or part of models, bad word, part of like how you live? It's
2: like, yeah, I'd I'd say that. That's a good question. I think it's like any time that I find myself like spending, I'd say even more than 30 seconds, like making progress on a decision. Then I just, I feel great. Like defaulting to to what I already know is like tried and true. Um, for the simple things specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm like in line, you know, uh, at a Starbucks and like, I'll just get a drip or I'll get like a vanilla, like latte. Those are my two. Everything else on the menu, like doesn't exist. <laughs> That's <laughs> your go-to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, on a daily, I, I do try to like simplify, as you said, my cognitive load, like for the things that I have maybe one or two options that I always go with and it's like, cool. I'm happy with that. And I can think about something else. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot
1: of people that do that. I mean, especially i mean you know, we're in Silicon Valley. Everyone's like Mm -hmm. wearing the t-shirt and jeans because I don't want to think about what I wear. Well, all right. You know, I get (laughs) it, but you know, that's still kind of a cop out. I mean, I still wear t-shirts and hoodies, so I, I'm I'm guilty as charged.
2: Yeah. I mean, what, what about you? What's your, what are your like daily?
1: I mean, for me, I, uh, I mean, I work out mm-hmm. every day. Okay. I try to work out every day, uh, either some sort of CrossFit kind of weightlifting or jujitsu. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I try to do that. you could cool call it rolling. Right? Yeah, rolling and getting, <laughs> getting crushed by younger folk. I'm a, I'm a bit older than them, but um, it's just a really good practice for uh, the discipline of mm. physicality. Right. Because uh, I can, I can sense when I don't do things physical. Right. I'm in a bad mood, just right. a bad mood, and I don't ever want to have you in a bad. I mean, yeah, you, you get you, people are in bad moods sometimes, but right. I just feel better when I when I physically do stuff, and then um, I'll meditate okay. to try to uh, center my mind. Mm. And that's a new thing. Okay, uh, just because the world can sometimes be a bit chaotic mm. and. Focusing in on a practice of breathing and just sort of having that time for mm. you, like that's nobody else's time but mine, right? Helps. Right. Um, and then I, I, I try to reduce decision fatigue. Okay. But my my day is similar to yeah. yours. It's like, what's going to happen today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I tend to just, I tend to jump out of bed. I don't, uh, I do not okay. linger. I'm just like done. <laughs> okay, what, what are we doing? Okay. Um,
2: and uh, I'd say for like my workout time, like it varies. like, if I'm going to work out like early, like I might hit it at like seven, but usually I try to do it like in the evening. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's my thing. So, so you're be, like, an evening workout guy. Do you, yeah. what do you do to work out? Uh, so currently I'm in like, do, I'm doing like circuits. Okay. So I'll do like maybe like three muscle groups, like in a workout and just kind of getting like, a nice balance, a mm-hmm. uh, nice rhythm. And I always start my workouts with a run. So it'd be like, maybe 10 minutes, just like a quick mile. Yeah. Well, like I guess eight minutes and 34 seconds. If I'm at like, Oh, seven. <laughs> no, eight, no. but eight that's 34. You slow. even that's know. Super slow. <laughs> 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 well, I'll just say like,
1: <laughs> like my fastest mile when I was in high school was five forty. Oh, wow. cause I was a cross country runner. Okay. And then I, well, the fastest one I've done when I, when I'm this age was like, I think I hit seven. Okay, but that was just for a mile, and then I like gassed out. Yeah, but,
2: I mean, I was going to say the same. The fastest I've ever done is like a mile. I mean, uh, seven minutes. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's quick. I mean, yeah. you like you feel it. It's you feel difference. it, and it's like the difference between eight thirty and six, and or eight thirty-eight, seven thirty is like right. it's like exponential.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, exactly. I think my heart's gonna explode. Oh yeah. Um, so, so okay, eight thirty-eight thirty-four is a good pace where I'm able to yeah. just like. Just hang and, like, think about some things. So it's kind of like meditation, but not... Oh, okay. so I'm always, like, in my head, like, at the time. And it's better to be in my head if I'm not worried about falling off the chair. Yeah, that's true.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you really can't think about anything else when you're trying to, like, save your life. (laughs) You're like, wow, if I misstep, I am planted (laughs) and shot out the window at the thing in the back. Just (laughs) rocketing towards This this is not... This is going to make gym fails on Instagram. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, look at this idiot. Right. Right. So so is physical,
2: like, you do that on the regular? Is
1: that, like, something that helps yeah. you? Yeah, it, it
2: does. It does. Like, even, um, so I have this unusual setup where I spend an absurd amount of hours with my co-founder, mm. um, which is great for communication, but it requires that balance where you need to step away and have your own time. So yeah. there'll even be times when we head to the gym together, mm-hmm. but it's just like, all right, see you in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, yeah. just like, you know, and you split up. Yeah, But, um... Yeah. I'd say for, for me, it's, it's big. Like I'm really big on it because like, that's like my sort of escape into just, you know, clearing my, you know, excessive thoughts or just like streamlining like exactly what I need to be thinking about at that time. And I do a little bit of mental cleanup. Oh, okay. Well, what's, so mental, when you talk about mental cleanup, is it
1: just this, the fact that you're moving around and exercising that you can't think the thoughts or are you like, I'm processing, like, oh, processing, processing. Sure. okay.
2: Yeah, so there'll be some things that uh, will come up for the day, right? Um, and depending on whatever that is, maybe it's a new ask from a district, maybe it's a new um, bug that we discovered with tech, and it allows me to, I guess, reprioritize is a better word, where I can make sure that the important things are floating to the top and the things that, you know, can be dealt with in a day or two are, you know, Maybe mid or bottom tier. Hmm. Hmm. So you find that, that that's the best way for you to do that? Yeah, at least to conceptualize it. And then, like, maybe later on, like, I'll go into, like, my notes and, like, I'll tweak some things there and lock it there. But for clarity, just to go through it, yeah, at the gym is, is where I do. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because something about physicality that clears the mind
2: gets the blood flowing man yeah blood
1: flowing and endorphins <laughs> yeah. uh, i always say <laughs> when i'm rolling especially when i'm rolling against someone that's like yeah. 20 years younger 25 <laughs> pounds heavier yeah. right which is like legit that happens all the time hard to I mean, uh, you're pretty
2: fit. i like am but <laughs> i but
1: i'm telling you that's like it's a tough it's You know, it's kind of hard to worry about the little trivial things when someone's trying to choke you out. Yeah. You're just worried about, I need to not get crushed. Right. And for whatever reason, there's something just cathartic about that or like free. There's a freedom to that. And I think, I think a lot, a lot of people that I talk to have a physical, um, Mm -hmm. sort of, uh, practice, um, you know, behavior, uh, Kind of routine because that physicality, you know, the blood flows, the endorphins, mm-hmm. and they feel like the stress that builds up over the day, right, gets released. Like, right. oh, I feel much better. Yeah.
2: So it's and and I think that's a good point for me. Um, so a lot of times, like I'll do maybe like sets of eight to twelve. It's like usually like my range. Mm-hmm. Um, um, occasionally, on like a power set, I'll do like five. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah during like my actual set like i'm I'm definitely thinking about like lifting the weight yeah um but in between sets you get the 30 seconds 40 seconds maybe yeah and um you'd be surprised like the small burst of ideas that you might get like in between sets like yeah. if your mind is just like oh yeah you know like, i get it in the background you're thinking about okay like i had this bug come up today and you're like okay well what if we just, oh, yeah, why not, yeah, there we go. Like, as soon as, you know, I can, I'll make the phone call and, like, we'll take care of it together. So you get some, like, innovation that occurs, like, in between sets sometimes, and it's it's really cool. It's like a brain blast, Jimmy Neutron kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Neutron, that's pretty cool. Brain blast,
1: I love it, I love it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that say, oh, I get my best ideas in the shower. Yeah, right. You know, maybe it's that kind of... Attitude and practice to step away Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can be knee-deep in it and like work and work and work and work in but cognitively Mm -hmm. if you really want to be creative and solve
2: problems, right? I mean, it's like uh, Sarah Blakely, I believe. Like, she drives around on purpose. Like, mm. she she adds, like, an, like she lives super close to where she works, um, yeah. apparently. But she said she'll drive around for, like, an hour. Yeah. Um, because that's where she feels she gets most of her ideas. Oh, interesting. So, she, like, artificially extends her commute <laughs> to get that going. So, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool.
1: I would never purposely drive more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: I am right. not a fan. I mean, especially driving- here in San Francisco. I just- <laughs> It's ridiculous, the, the, the silly traffic and all that kind of stuff. So, so t- tell me about the company that you're working on right now, Opti. Yes. Yeah. So, explain a little bit about what Opti does, and and then,
2: well, yeah, explain a little bit about what Opti does. So, um, so I guess it, it goes back a little bit, and we kind of covered like the. Um, the transition to how I got mm-hmm. here yeah yeah uh, but if we go back to so my consulting career right and then uh, working on this nonprofit like with great people we've amassed maybe uh, 50 people total that like actually like have rallied behind the idea of helping these high school students and it was through resume workshops or like constant I guess um, interaction with the high school students where we discovered that there is no aggregated site for students to find out like what's available for them like from ninth to 12th grade. Okay. And it seemed so simple. And I said, no, it, there must be something like this. And we looked and uh, a few people put their heads together and we said, "There, there's nothing. Right. Um, there are a few things that touched on it. Like you can get creative, but Google searches were misfiring. Right. If you type in... Um, high school internship like nine out of ten times you get intern at a high school like as oh a, like, you know, yeah recent college grad yeah or yeah, like that. yeah yeah right? the, the keywords matter
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh yeah i could see that yeah. so huge misfires and so we uh so we we said, Hey, you know what, we're we're a couple uh problem solving guys. Like let's create like a, a a separate site where we can house, you know, anything that we gather and find. And just being, I guess, a little diligent in that process, once we saw that it was something that was like really needed. We fi- we figured let's get ahead of it and set it up as a separate entity. So that is Opti today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's grown, I'd say in just the course of a year, we have like 150,000 students that can access our platform and see, you know, what's in there, in their areas, um, mainly in the metropolitan areas, like around the country. But yeah, yeah they look for uh, ways to volunteer. Hmm. Right. So that would be Habitat for Humanity, American Red Cross. Yeah. Um, they, you know, we, we don't have a ton of internships available right now, but yeah, anything that we find uh, or anything that someone emails us, send us, we like put it in there um, right now. And uh, we make sure that anything that we find out about, students can access it.
1: Cool. Cool. And um, so what, what's interesting um, is how you kind of validated the market. Right. And um, so you you will probably be my first and only guest that holds a Guinness World record. <laughs> so I got to find some more. Yeah. Um, and it's a really, really interesting thing what you guys did and how you got the record. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about that and 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 actually would love to know the day how the daily stuff went on that oh, because I, I, I got a lot. Of, <laughs> I got a lot of. questions we're, like, we're just like peeling the onion here cause, cause so so yeah. Talk a little bit about that because that's really cool. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like. Guinness world records pretty cool. My my stepdaughter wants to have a record. <laughs>
2: okay. 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 So she's working on it. Well, we can um, I think we have a few extra uh, like medallions to say like Guinness record like attempt. I can I can definitely Oh, yeah, a, yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 my yeah. I'd be a hero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, send it over. that would be yeah, great. Yeah.
2: Cool. So, all right. So this this um road trip um it was the brainchild of actually my co-founder so mm-hmm. he i had wanted what's to, his name weston weston right? weston and so weston had been saying hey you know like it would be really great like if we could in fact validate and say this this solution that's been working here in southern california i wonder if other cities um other states have the same problem and um so he 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 drives a tesla um so it had Free charging, right? Yeah. Uh, Free electricity. And so we're like, okay, well, if we drove around, uh, we wouldn't have to pay for, like, flights or anything. It would be pretty cheap there. Yeah. And uh, if we slept in the car, then we wouldn't have to pay for uh, hotels. (laughs) <laughs> and so, and so, what kind of tesla is it so it's it's actually just a model s so, model s so just a, a sedan. Model s sedan yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so, okay okay no, no, not like you know excessive storage well it, no. ain't, it ain't
1: like the one what's the like it's almost like an suv kind of looking one the one right. with a wing. right right exactly so, so it's, it's the, the the standard quote standard
2: unquote. sedan <laughs> okay but um yeah so we started putting it together and we started actually c- calling Um, a lot of these schools, districts, or schools around the country to preliminarily just, like, you know, gauge what was going on. So we did that for about a month or two, and we realized, like, okay, you know, we're able to set up some meetings because we're saying, all right, if we go at the end of the year, um, it should be a really good time because it wouldn't be too cold yet, so Mm -hmm. we could go the northern route, uh, come through, like, Minnesota and everything, and then come through the south, like, on the way back, like, Mm -hmm. in December when it just started getting, like, super freezing outside. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we started calling these districts and and trying to set up meetings, but they would say, Hey, all right, put some time in my calendar, like two months from now. And it was just like these, it was really hard to book a meeting with some of these folks. Wow. Wow. Okay. And so, uh, we were like, okay, we'll do what we can. And we, uh, we actually had interns help us out with the routing and the, the plans for like, okay, you guys got to go to this city and then this city specifically. But if you try to go to this city straight away, you're going to run out of, <laughs> out of battery. Oh, wow. So it, it was very. So
1: cool little data thing. Yeah. To like uh, that there's that classic problem with the, they have this, it's the salesman problem mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, we want to have the salesman go to all 50 capitals or right. 48 capitals. Yeah. What's the most efficient way? And right. it's, it's. It's almost unsolvable in some ways. I mean, right. traditionally, mm-hmm. but yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, you I guys mean, were trying to do that with interns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, and, and that's so, pretty cool. Yeah. Like, good luck, bro. Yeah. They're like, I hope it works for <laughs> <good>. you. <laughs> yeah. You kind of need to know where the plugging stay or the charging stations are. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were doing this over the summer, so we had you know a few months of lead time, mm. um, but. We kept joking with them that it was like if you guys were doing it, you know, like uh, during November or October, it would be like we had like uh, like headquarters, and we'd call back and say, "Hey, uh, what was this route that you planned here?" (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, it was it worked out fine, actually from a from a routing perspective. Like we like deviated a little bit just because we could, but like for the most part, their plan was solid. So we got lucky. You went to how many cities? So I believe the count was about eighty cities.
1: In, in, all, 48 states, in all, all forty-eight states, all lower forty-eight, and what's the what's
2: the world record? So the world record itself is about um, being the most um, sustainable or like fuel-efficient vehicle to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's why. I mean, we took about three months on this trip, so we weren't oh. racing against the clock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like round the world in eighty days. Yeah, oh. yeah, not not at all. So, um, but it still, I mean, it still comes out to being like you know, a city a day. So yeah. we, we were, I mean, we put 16,000 miles on this car. Wow. On my personal vehicle. I probably, uh, I don't hit that in a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you did that in, was it? Did that in three months. Three months. So. Wow. Yeah. A um, lot of driving, but yeah. So during that trip, we were able to set up some meetings, uh, but then sometimes we just had to wing it. So we would go into uh, a school district in Delaware, right? And we'd say, "Hey, you know, we drove all the way from California. Uh, and we're really passionate about, you know, making change and uh, impacting these students positively, and, and uh, helping them find these opportunities." And they'd say, "All right, I'll I'll give you thirty minutes." And so, <laughs> so really, so wow. But but I mean, that's like, hustle, man. I mean that, ah, wow. So that's
1: pretty cool that's like the ultimate cold call it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a yeah. bottle you're like a brush salesman you're like dunk, dunk, dunk. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was gonna say door to door salesman I mean yeah line,
1: no um, I mean like... I mean how could they how could they say no
2: right, right. did anyone say no um, not really. At, at worst, it was like we missed them, like as in like maybe we got there when they had like left for the day or something like that. Yeah. And because of the schedule, like we couldn't come back to meet them in person. So we just left a handwritten note or something and said like, Hey, you a know, handwritten note, handwritten note and said like, Hey, it'd be great if we can catch up sometime. Uh, sorry. We missed you. <laughs> kind of knew. Wow. But, uh, yeah, but the, the biggest thing of the trip that I don't want to, um, under I guess communicate here is is that you gotta be really close with the person. <laughs> <that you know? laughs> I mean you slept in the car. Slept so in the car. So I mean he's wow. he's about my size, so you know, I'm I'm about five ten, like one eighty, he's like six foot, like one ninety or something like that. So we're pretty much shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Well I mean the back I mean that's not a
1: that's not a big car.
2: Yeah, it's not. No. It's not. You put down the back seats. We had this uh we actually had this mattress sponsored uh for oh, us. so cool. it was cool. We laid it flat and then I just climb in. Sometimes we would uh park I mean cuz the charging stations is where we we'd sleep often. Hmm. So we would just like hop out of the trunk in the mornings and people getting their Starbucks or something and be like, "What are <laughs> these kids doing?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course the charging stations near a Starbucks. I mean,
2: that's got to be by default, right? right. Like they right. should have right. sponsored you. You could have gone to every Starbucks. Well, so I mean, there's so many details about this thing. Like we found like a Burger King promo where it's like you pay, I think it was like $5 a month for like one coffee a day. And so that was huge. So we we did that while we were on the road. Just like, I mean, we we were Very frugal. (laughs) Wow.
1: So the Burger King, $5 a month, coffee a day, what state was that in? Was that even... That was national. That was national.
2: National. God, how did they even... I mean, um, they cut it, like, after, like, maybe a month and a
1: half into the program. (laughs) Yeah, because they're like, oh,
2: we're losing some... We're losing our shirts on this. Coffee ain't free. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, on a daily... Uh, you're talking about different rotations of driving, right? So we'll take turns there. Uh, maybe, you know, one is like on the laptop, like working while the other one is driving. Um, Will you still run in the nonprofit while you guys were? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, wow. Okay. It, was, it was really cool because we had this team uh, from USC. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like a class of like 30 kids um, for a growth hacking class. Mm-hmm. And they were actually working with us, too, to help... Um, maybe run some Google ads or things like that about our organization like while we were on the trip. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we just had a lot of different initiatives like going at the time to like maximize our outreach. Um, you know and, and I, <laughs> actually about maybe 20 days into the trip, We would, uh, you know, walk into some of these districts, and we would tell them, you know, we're from Building Block, and we're, you know, this is what we do. And they'd be like, oh, I think I've heard of you guys. And I was like, what? This is amazing. I don't know how, but tell me how. Well, yeah, was there something that, like, the ads or these USC kids were, like... Just growth hacking it. Yeah. It was like a combination of ads. Um we did get like an ABC seven like article at the time to say like what we were doing, to say, hey, these guys are going across the country to validate this problem or to help these students nationally. Um so yeah, I mean we were just I mean, shotgun approach, you know, any anywhere that we could blast a message and, and get through it it paid off. I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of hustle. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I just like the fact that you like roll up. And
2: you're like, "Hey, we came all the way from California. Yeah, can you can you talk to us?" I I guarantee you this. And most people did. The the further away from California you get, the heavier that um, line hits. <laughs> so when you're in like Maine, yeah, you're like, "Wow, California." You drove here. You know, wow, like you're cool. that's when you're in like Nevada, they're like, all right, "Yeah, I, I mean, come, people, come
1: back next." Week. Yeah, <laughs> people drive that all the time. And so, yeah. so what did what so did what did you learn? I mean, did you validate that this was a problem? And cause, why don't you explain a little bit about how that solidified your your strategy? Because I mean, a lot of times, I mean, I talk with a lot of entrepreneurs, mentor a lot of entrepreneurs. I've been doing it a long time, and you're the first person that I've actually. Um, met that's actually like done something like this most people mm-hmm. will say okay talk to 100 customers right okay yeah you can do that or whatever right but to actually be like no we're gonna go to every place that could potentially be a customer because you're you could have a customer as the right. district or whatever right. and we're gonna like press and grin with them and show up and be like hey is this a problem right i mean yeah. that that's what you have to do but interesting way to do it
2: i, I think that you test on it exactly there it's like being in person right like connecting with each other i i went to um i went to one district and we walked in and the meeting turned into a 3 hour like event oh like, wow and and we're like we're literally sitting across from you know that that district lead who's like canceling meetings <laughs> like while we're sitting there who's like i really support what you guys do and i appreciate that you came all the way out here right to to help us out. And so in that way um yeah what we learned from it was that even though there are a lot of nuances, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, maybe one district has a program that is very young and they just started looking at like career exploration for their students or putting some dollars behind it like you know within the last year or two. Um and there are some programs that are very sophisticated that have different types of problems that are not like hey, how do I get started, but how do I maybe Um, refine it so that more students know what we do and more parents know what we do so that they're encouraged to, you know, get these early opportunities. So there are are ways that we were able to absorb all that data from all the people that we met with and I guess um, find the recurring issues that were, were floating to the top to say, okay, so even though the list is like, you know, 300 rows of like you know what could be nice there's actually maybe 30 rows maybe just 10 percent of them that no matter where you are in the country like that is the problem that you're dealing with today that you don't have a solution for and so that kind of validation was like okay like even the districts that are like kind of far along like still want to work with us and work with the opti platform to have their students find out what they can do
1: so, so do, you, do you think
2: you would have gotten that date if you just called them up on the phone? Um, I don't think so because the, these district leads, they get solicited like all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have um, like different priorities, right? If there is a, um, a serious matter at a school, that district lead has to run over there and take care of that. And so... Um, I mean, for for the entire district, you're talking about a range of a range of um, activities. That's not just career exploration for the students. I mean, there's there's safety. There's um, yeah, you know. I mean, it just it just ranges. We just happen to work specifically with the career side of it. But um, I say that from the phone calls that we did make beforehand, we weren't able to get data that was this rich, right? We weren't able to sit sit down and say, okay, really tell me like, you know, what have you experienced that you think could be improved. And the most awesome part about it was there was this compounding effect um on our knowledge base. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So, yeah. so each district um that we talked to and like started to understand their problems, by the time we got to like the fifth fifth one like, we seem like experts, right? Because we're like, yeah, we know, okay, so yeah, do you guys deal with this also? And I said, yes, right? And we we knew the most intricate details about their problems, even before we got there sometimes. And so, we just continued to learn more, and that made the subsequent conversations more rich. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a good point, because some of the
1: some some people I've talked to, they'll use a focused, concentrated time of effort to, like, move a project forward. Mm. This is typically if you're a writer, mm-hmm. you know, they'll go sequester themselves for the weekend, you know, in right. some right. cabin right. and be, like, right. banging out the words, but <laughs> in not going crazy or not meeting, you know, yeah. misery yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the novel, right? Yep. Um, but I find that really interesting that 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 focus... This is all we're doing mm-hmm. for, for for three months. We're gonna like sprint on this, and we're just gonna be consumed by it. Mm-hmm. And as we go along, we're gonna just learn a ton. Because I mean, right. I I can I can see that if you roll in mm-hmm. and you've done six of these, right? And you sort of like it's all in your head already. Like right. it's and you, you've done it personally, so so mm-hmm. you can kind of feel like. Right. and then you know the people be like hey well really what he meant was you know right. like, they're like when you walk out hey man like, <laughs> actually yeah, let me send you a note yeah. and then
2: now that you know them
1: mm-hmm.
2: now it's easy to be like hey it was great to meet you so, like, I think, and follow up yeah. so uh, I'll, I'll uh, make a quick note on that so there was, a, there was a guy from a, another district that I called about a month after we visited him in person. Actually, maybe two months later, mm-hmm. right? And so it was like, hey, just following up. You know, I know that from our last conversation where we met, uh, I was like, well, we'll follow up at this time and then we'll see, you know, what we can do going forward. Yeah. So I'm just kind of staying true to that and just, you know, seeing where we're at today. And uh, at first, he was pretty abrasive, right? It was like, hey, who are you, right? And then as soon as I said... It, it's me. It's Kyrie, right? We met like in this specific way at this specific place on your way to another meeting, and he's like, "Oh my God, hey!" And then it just <laughs> completely opened up, right? Yeah. So I mean, that is wow. the, the power of, of having that in person connection, right? Yeah. Because at first it's just like, "Who are you?" Just you're just a, a number, right? You're just yeah. a, a voice on the your phone. voice on the phone. But as soon as he remembered, it was like the conversation just, I mean, it was like a 180. The energy was open. It was like, yeah, you know what? I remember exactly like what we talked about. I remember exactly what you guys do. Yeah. You know, I actually think I owe you something, right? Like I yeah. i remember like I had to send you this and, and it was great. And things just moved along like very well, like from that very moment he remembered me. Wow.
1: Yeah. I mean, part of what I'm trying to do with, with this podcast is I want to do this as much as I can in person. Right. Like literally like, right. you know, I, I d- was in Nashville. I did one in Nashville. Um, you know, I'm doing mm-hmm. one here with, right. with you. And, and I know you flew up from LA, you know, of course to just to do this. I, I, <laughs> totally, totally serendipitous.
2: Who drove um, up? Still in the road trip mobile. Wow. <laughs> you guys, you did? Well, yeah. We did. Oh, cool, we man. Did. Cool. Um,
1: that's just such a great story. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, in terms of like a habit to bring connection, right? Mm-hmm. I do think getting out and like face to face what you know <laughs> what politicians call press and grin. <laughs> uh, right. which is what Jane, my late wife Jane used to call it all the time, <laughs> like, I oh, gotta do the press and grin. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I hey, hate I don't like it, but I gotta do it. But <laughs> but I but it is interesting how it like the energy changes mm-hmm. and I mean it's harder to do Mm -hmm. it shows more effort you're like thoughtful like you know I had I had lunch today with with a friend of mine got in he's got a new job you know and I mean like yeah I'll come to you like I physically went down there and so you know as a as a way to change for the better it seems uh, having the attitude of trying to be in person if right. you can right? I mean, sometimes yeah. you can't.
2: I mean, so you look at the age range of, of a lot of these directors, like, in my space. And so for them, they may be, you know, 40s, 50s. Yeah. Right? And so I think that generation, too, like, puts a premium on, like, in-person meetings for sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're Gen yeah. X. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're they're at the cusp of, you know, we we weren't digital native, right? Right. The internet did not exist when we were <laughs> growing up. I mean, if it yeah. did, it was dial-up
2: modem, right? <laughs> and right. Like, you've got mail. It's like, ah, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, in in that way, it's it's just like you know, maybe in the future, maybe you know, virtual conferences will be more of like the norm, just because of the convenience, possibly. Yeah. But I'd say like right now, we're still at this critical point where there's just no substitute, and it's 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 not going to be as impactful if you're not there in person. For, yeah. For, right, and so. Um, e- even with you, like we spoke on the phone, yeah, right. And we had a great conversation. But yeah, we like, did. Being here, like you can't replace this. Like, no, this, this is awesome, no, man.
1: no, no. Yeah. Totally different. I mean, yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I mean, it, it, I guess if you can do it, like it's important. I mean, I, you know, I work for myself and so I tend to work from home. So, I mean, if I wanted to, <laughs> I could stay home all day. Uh, and I don't cause you know, I know how important it is to have that habit of, no, go see people, you know, right. even if you go down to the local coffee shop and just say hello to the barista right. or, you know, your favorite sandwich shop. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, interesting. So I, I just like the fact that, I mean, how did the idea come up to, to go to all these places? So, cause I mean, thir- three months, I mean, most of us would have to You know, work. What you guys were doing. I'm not. I'm not dissing you for that. I mean, as the ultimate, like, I'm working from the road. Yeah, (laughs) because I'm literally in the car working from the road.
2: Right, right, right. right. It's like, hey, uh, I'm I'm on this call. How's the road noise? Yeah, (laughs) you know.
1: Well, that was funny. I, I tried to do one of these interviews with Robbie when we were in Atlantic City, mm-hmm. and the road noise was just horrible. I mean, I'm just like, this is just, this is like... <laughs> so I'm like, i spare everyone that. I, you know you don't have to hear that. But,
2: right. but I mean, how did it... What was the idea? What was the genesis so, of the idea? I, I think it was really because if we think about the impact that we wanted to have, we knew that we would have to expand, right? And we would have to go about it in a way that um, really gave a strong confirmation that the problem was a national problem, mm. and so in that sense, it's like, you know, it's it's great to add value to to uh, students in Southern California, yeah, where you guys are based, yeah. where, where we're based, uh, and in a sense, that was like the easy part, yeah. Uh, but how do we know if someone in you know um, Dallas like needs a solution as well, or yeah. you know, uh, just it's, it's really just around how do we know, and we knew that. Once we started asking those questions, we had national aspirations. And to us, that was like the best surefire way to get that comfort around that direction. And, uh, I mean, going coast to coast, like I I grew up in Brooklyn, right? So, so being back home and then even going to my old high school and, uh, confirming there, I mean, you're talking about levels of nostalgia and then you have to ask the question where you're like, Hey, could I have used this? Yes, I could have used this when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, just having that, that national validation was huge. And I felt like it was responsible for us to, do that before committing, you know, serious resources from other people or like um, time, money, anything like that. To say, yeah. hey, we are very sure that we are solving this problem, um, and let's let's do it together. And that's that's uh, how it came about.
1: Wow. Well, that sounds like a good place to end.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate your time. It was great yeah. to meet
1: you in person, and yeah. Yeah. you know, good, good luck on. He's trying to raise money, so <laughs> we all, as entrepreneurs, know how that. I'm all f- how fun that
2: is, quote unquote. <laughs>
1: you know, I mean, it's just a game as we talked about before. It's, you just play the game and do what you got to do. It I mean, yeah.
2: I think, uh, you know, it's, um, I've seen at times like they say, Hey, you know, like during fundraising, right? Like the, the founders like really have to like lock in, but I, I find it like really important, um, to try to make sure that we're Making progress on the day to day, like mm-hmm. during this process. Like, I don't want to let up on, on growth or like helping students just to say I'm, I'm chasing dollars or anything yeah. at this moment. So, I'm able to like divide and conquer, of course, with Westin. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, it's just all part of the journey, man. So, I'm yeah, here. And of course, thanks for having me. I oh, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really cool. Thanks, thanks for, for sharing some of that knowledge. Yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I said, it's I'm probably not full of it, but yeah, sometimes I am. Cause anyway, sometimes it's, The journey's the journey, so appreciate it. Thanks.
2: Thank
1: you. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it. My hope is that you learned something that can make you a little bit better. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with friends and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also join my email list by visiting thedailymba.com to get my thoughts on what I'm doing to get better as well as what I'm working on. You can also pick up my book, The Entrepreneur Ethos, if you want to learn the traits, values, and beliefs that I think we need to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient entrepreneur and, frankly, world community. Feel free to follow me on Twitter, at The Daily MBA, and let me know if you have any questions or recommendations for a guest that you'd like me to talk to. Also, drop me a note if you try anything we talked about in this or any other episode. I'd love to hear what's working for you. Until next time, keep getting better.
2: Sugar Ray Leonard,
0: Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part
2: series now streaming on Showtime.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.